Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Now, we were talking about something behind the scenes here. I I don't think this is unheard of. It's terrible. It's not good. But it's not unheard of what happened to you on Friday. All right. So it's a rare occasion that I get a pizza from any place not named Ray's. Right. But I had uh, I had some gift cards for a place who shall remain nameless because this is not the most flattering story that you can end up No, you and it's actually up. a really good place. It's a fantastic Pizza's place. fantastic. And, yeah. and it really bums me out because I called it about, I don't know, 6.15, 6.20 on Friday night. All right? And Friday's a big pizza night. And, and I get it. So I called them. And I go, hey, uh, I'd like to place a phone order for takeout. Like, I know that there's going to be a huge wait at the place because it's a Friday night. So I'm like, all right, you know, I I call and I I figure I'm going to have to wait an hour. You know, I mean, it's a Friday night. That'd be reasonable. So I call up and go, hey, can I get a a phone order for takeout? And the girl says to me, well, um, it's a two and a half hour wait. Is that okay? I'm like, no. (laughs) It's terrible. No, it's not okay. I wouldn't be eating until after (laughs) nine o'clock. But it's not, it's not unheard of. I believe it's. I believe two and a half hours is an inordinate wait. It is for a for a takeout pizza. I mean, the pizza. First of all, the dough is already made the day before. That's how they do a pizza. You right. Know, the dough is made the day before, and the sauce is already on it. They put that in the you know in the refrigerator, and then the next day, all they have to do is throw the stuff on the top of it. Yeah, but there's it. it it's a it's a quick thing. What does it make? 15, 15 minutes to, about, take, about to make 14, a pizza. About fourteen minutes to make a pizza. So um, you, you take. You but take, it depends how many people have called before you. They got to they got to take the fourteen minutes for them look before if, you. Look, if if here's the thing. If somebody says I'm ordering a cheese pizza, just a regular cheese pizza, a delicious cheese pizza, cheese all pizza. for myself. Yeah, it's if somebody says I'm going to order a cheese. Yeah, but the good part about it is you can save half of it for like the rest of the. <laughs> like here's the thing. I would eat. I would eat half of it sure. on Friday night. Yes. and then the rest of it during football on Sunday. So good. Hell yeah. So I, you know, you, I mean, you, you throw. My mom worked at a pizza place, so I, I know how long it, ma- it takes to make yeah, a pizza. but if you have a hundred people ahead of you, it doesn't, even if, if you're online for beer, how long does it take to pour a beer out of a tap? 30 they, seconds, but if there's 400 people ahead of you, it's going right, to take so, a while. So who is the jerk that thought to themselves, you know what, an hour and 50 minutes is okay for a pizza? Because like, once you get <laughs> it to, when you get to two and a half hours, a two and a half, point, a yeah. two and a half hour wait, there's a whole bunch of people that have called up and go, how much for, uh, how long for a pizza? How long is the wait? Hour and 25 minutes. I'm all right with that. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then it gets up to hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, I'm good with that. I can do it. Yeah. Well, how about the guy who was somebody like, called two, two hours and 29 minutes. I can do it. Yeah, somebody in front of me, somebody yep. in front of me was like, uh, how long is the wait? Ah, oh, it's going to be two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, all right. Do it. I'm good. I mean, right. that's, you're either doing it right or you're doing it wrong. All right. How long How long would you wait for a pizza, bud? Was I sitting there waiting or did I call ahead? You called ahead. Yeah, 45 minutes. Yeah, see that seems, like, that, night, seems like, that seems like a, a you know a relatively yeah, Friday night. Well, I, I expect an hour, an hour and fifteen. I, like I said, yeah. I said at the beginning, I, I would, I would, I understand an hour. Yeah. An hour makes sense, so I'm not eating till seven thirty. I'm good with that. But nine o'clock? Come on, yeah. You're All messing right. with my pizza. How about you? How long would you wait? Uh, twenty nine minutes. <laughs> the Domino's junkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know who he's calling. Okay. All right. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's terrible, but I don't think it's unheard of. I, I, I think I, I, two and a half hours is is an inordinate wait. There's no excuse for two and a half hour pizza. 
There is an excuse. There and is that no. excuse is there's a lot of people, lot and of people. they will wait for a very long time. And this is why places like Hungry Howie's and 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 Little Caesars and Papa John's stay in business. Because they can pump them out fast. Yeah, yeah because Absolutely. that's exactly why those guys stay in business. Yep. It's Look, even subpar pizza, and I'm not going to say, because some people probably love those pizzas. I'm not using that as a... But even subpar pizza, let's yeah. face it, those guys aren't as good as a place like Ray's or Grimaldi's or something like right. that. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're the McDonald's of pizza. Well, You're not going there for prime rib or filet mignon. You're going there because it's convenient. That's why those guys are still doing great. Yeah, and how- somebody won't wait for two and a half hours for a pizza. And Hungry Howie's. Nothing says Italian like the name Howie. Yep. And here on the Mark and the Paul program, we're solving the world's problems, talking about how long Paul was told it would take to get a cheese pizza this past Friday night. Two and a half hours is, is a long wait. I, I agree. But it's not unheard of, man. It's Friday night. All I wanted was a cheese pizza. A lovely cheese pizza just for me. <laughs> yeah, that's all I wanted. Hey, it's Kevin just... McAllister loves cheese pizza, yeah, right? Nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with a lovely cheese pizza just no, for me. I... But the, the problem is that the uh, the pizza place when I called them, and I get that it's Friday night. I, I'm I'm totally into that, but. Uh... As it turns out, two and a half hours was what I was told for a takeout pizza. Yeah. Now, as I've said before, and this is not a commercial in any way, shape, or form, but my favorite pizza in the Valley is Ray's Famous. Yeah, Ray's in Scottsdale. Pizza in yeah. Scottsdale. That's the one I go to because they closed the one in the East Valley. But it's too far I mean, away, man. It's, it's a long ride. Plus, I had a coupon. I had, like, yeah. you know, gift card and stuff like yep. that. So I called another place. I'm sorry, Ray's. I cheated on you, and you made me pay for it. Because even on a Friday or Saturday night, in the heat of the busiest pizza time, Ray's can get one to me in 40 minutes. Yeah. They can get, they're, they're like, every time I call, I'm like, uh, I like to order, uh, and I always I get the cheese pizza and wing special so they yeah. have extra wings for sure. for uh, for football on Sunday. So, you know, I'll have the cheese and pizza and wings. All right, uh, 40 minutes, uh, 212. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've called there too. And He's not wasting any they time. They are done, man. Yep. When they know what you want, they're done with you, and yep. that's fine because yeah. it gets you your pizza faster. Hey, what's more frustrating, that or when I call the place, I had some gift cards for a place, and I called, and I'm like, yeah, I want to order a pie to go. The guy's like, uh, we, we, don't, we don't have pies. I mean, you might want to try <laughs> might want to try Village Inn. Yeah, you might want to try a different, different pizza place like, if a kid doesn't know dude, what a pie is. Yeah. Dude, where you been all your life? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Yeah. It's, it's a pie. Yeah. The word pie gets tossed around quite a bit at a pizza yeah, place, I if you know what so. I mean. Yeah, I would think so. And, and here's the thing. And by the way, I don't want to hear any of you Lumalnati's people calling us and stuff. I get it. I like Chicago <laughs> pizza, but it's not pizza. It's a pie. Well, like, that's literally a pie. It's all it's delicious. Like, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. No, it's great. I just want, I, all I want is a freaking pizza. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. Can you make a pizza, please? Morning. Hey, I got to kind of throw this smart-ass comment at you. If you'd have ordered a real pizza and not a tofu pizza, it probably wouldn't have taken that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you obviously don't know me. <laughs> Come on, cheese pizza? Really? What, you wouldn't get a, just a cheese pizza? Why would you? What do you put on your pizza? Yeah. I prefer the stroke on crust, stuffed crust meat lovers from uh, Pizza Hut. <laughs> you, yeah, you eat Pizza Hut. No, all that stuff is good. I when I order a pizza, I order a cheese pizza. Yeah. To me, it's the best. Yeah, uh, and, and nobody nobody that eats a Pizza Hut should be throwing stones at anybody. <laughs> I say I eat at Pizza Hut. That's just the one I like. Because yeah. <laughs> very few people actually eat, eat at, at pizza, pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> no, <you're right. laughs> Listen, if a cheese pizza is good enough for Kevin McAllister from Home Alone, good enough for me. Yeah, I'm all right with it. cheese no, pizzas. I, that's what I grew up on. It's just I, cheese I love them all. 
Yeah, I, you know, a meat lovers, yeah. but whatever yeah. it is. Uh, I think we can all agree pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. No, that doesn't belong on pizza. But, and, and, and the stuffed crust, the cheese, the crust stuffed with cheese, that's a bit much, all right? I need to poop every once in a while, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, if, it's a, if, the, if the crust is stuffed with cheese, that's not pizza. That's a calzone. Exactly. That's, that's what that is all right, right there. is Maria. It's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. It's Mark and Neanderthal from Buckeye. Donna's on the phone and she's going to play Time Out for Spanish. She is trying to win a $25 gift card from the fantastic port of subs. Donna will give you a Spanish language phrase and then you translate it with the use of three English choices. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, Donna, here comes your Spanish phrase. Negarse a ir al gimnasio cuenta como entrenamiento de resistencia verdad. Did you hear that? I did hear it. Would you like to hear it again? Sure. Negarse a ir al gimnasio cuenta como entrenamiento de resistencia verdad. All right, does that phrase translate into, hey, someone donates one kidney and is hailed as a hero. I donate five and get arrested. <laughs> B, I think if you press zero to be connected with the customer service, that's because it's the amount of help they give you. <laughs> Or C, refusing to go to the gym counts as resistance training, right? That's right. Okay, then. <laughs> Which one is it? I'll say C. Yes. Yeah. yes. Nice job. It's, not only is it the right answer, it's the right answer. It is. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. All right, hang on. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Uh, L.A. was not, by the way, on the list of the 50 most miserable cities in the United States. Which is shocking to me because if you've ever been to L.A., you're miserable within a few minutes. A lot of, lot of California towns were on there. Not even, not even getting out of the airport. You're miserable before you <laughs> even leave LAX. They, they did that thing. I was, I was seeing something about it on TV yesterday. It was based on, like, you know, crime rates, addiction rates, uh, abandoned houses, lack of opportunity, things like that. What And L.A. Them? is not on that list? They're not on the list. No. Wow. Actually, number one was Gary, Indiana. Huh. was on that list. One thing that was cool, there were no Arizona cities on the list. That's because we live in paradise. Yes. It's paradise um, here. Yeah, you know, but interestingly, we were asking people behind the scenes like, and I was thinking yesterday of all the places I've lived, where was I the least happy? What what place did I like the least? This guy earlier, we asked him this question. This is what he said. Oh, man, the valley. Yeah, it's just too hot. The valley. It's too hot just for him. too hot? Yeah. Not too hot to uh, not to build the fifth largest metropolitan populace in the, in America. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not too hot for most. It, it's hot, but yeah, no, I, you know, hey, my least favorite place was probably Danbury, Connecticut, or should I say, I actually lived right outside Danbury in Brookfield, and then New Milford, Connecticut. Reason being, I was just starting my radio career, working seven to midnight, so I I was working at a different time than most other people. I didn't right, get to sure. meet people. Yeah, no yeah. social life, yeah. and I was. It, It was so, so expensive, and I was making so, so little because <laughs> it was yeah. my first real job in radio. So um, at that point, that was probably the worst, the place I enjoyed the least, even though I was close to where I grew up. You know, that's interesting, I, and, I, and I grew up, obviously, in New England, too, uh, and, and it's very expensive, so expensive it, it, up there in the Northeast. Crazy. Um, I would say, despite 
all the lovely facets of the city and the re- the region, Columbus, Ohio, of all the places I've lived, I've lived all over the country. The only place I haven't lived in the country is the upper Midwest um, and the Pacific Northwest. But everywhere I've lived pretty right. much, pretty much everywhere Why else. Columbus? Um, <clears throat> I don't know because it's it's just sort of there. Aren't you a Buckeye fan? I, actually, I am. <laughs> I, I like I like Ohio State football. You kind of you become damn well indoctr- better. Yeah, yeah, you kind of become indoctrinated when you yeah. live there. Uh, but Jack Tatum went there too, so I'm a big sort of a big Ohio gotcha. State fan. Gotcha. Um, but there's something about uh, Columbus is the state capital, uh, but it's just sort of meh. Right. It's meh. All right. I mean, it's nice. The people are nice. The cost of living is okay. I don't, I don't know. It's the only place I've ever gotten a tick. I yeah. guess that that could be it. I got a t- I had a tick embedded in my chest. I woke up one morning after a nap. I had a tick embedded in my chest. Other than that, no reason to hate the city. No, it's the t- I blame the entire city and region for the tick in my chest. Yeah, yeah, hate the tick, not the city. Yeah. Um. So okay, <laughs> you've lived. This guy says he's lived all over. What was the, your least favorite place? Oh boy, probably Maryland. Why Maryland? Uh, just because uh, it was cold in the winters and humid in the summers, which is completely opposite of here. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's interesting. I lived in Baltimore for a year. Yeah. That's a great city. It's crowded, though. And, uh, it, it man, when it gets so hot there, it's terrible because there's not that much air conditioning. And it is as humid as can be. Well, that's anywhere coastal. I mean, when you get yeah. anywhere like up in the northeast, the, the northeast yeah. is kind of a is kind of a pain in the ass because the, the summers are really hot and oppressive, but not very long. They're still hot and oppressive while they last. Yeah. And then the winter is cold and miserable. Yeah, you get... Uh, the humidity makes all the difference on both sides of that. In the summertime, the humidity yeah. sucks. In the wintertime, the humidity sucks. Yeah, we'll toss it out there. If you've you know, sure. what pla- if you lived in different places, what was your least favorite? Well, most people who live here in the Valley tend to be transplants. That's what we Absolutely. hear. At least that's what they're being told. That's what the government feeds us. I, I had two Uber drivers Saturday night, both born and raised here. Highly unusual. It's one of the most enjoyable places on the planet. They call it the happiest place on Earth, but the happiest place on Earth is anywhere but the location of the Mark and the Interpol dumbasses <laughs> of the day for yes. today. It's a two-for-Tuesday edition. Absolutely. So, let's roll it out for you here. Uh, by the way, tomorrow's dumbass will be about how to make yourself conspicuous, even if you're not doing anything wrong. What? Wait, what? Okay. Two-for-Tuesday dumbasses are sponsored by Chandler Harley-Davidson. Check out their huge selection at ChandlerHarley.com. And you can find today's dumbass, at least one of them, at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. We'll start with the absolutely ridiculous with a slice of pathetic on the side. Ken Davidson from Manchester, Kentucky. Uh-oh. Is 52. He should know better than to get as messed up as he did the other night. Oh, boy. It's one thing if you're doing this at home, but instead, Ken was out and caused many, many a motorist to call police with reports of a possibly very drunken man staggering down the side of Highway 421. Ah, he was off by one. (laughs) He was, yes. Police caught up with Ken in a parking lot just as he was putting a pipe to his mouth and lighting it. A pipe, you say? Yes, it's doubtful that Ken got anything off the pipe, though, since he was so messed up he was trying to smoke gravel. (laughs) Well, it's rock. Say it. He was trying to get stoned. Yes. I, I wasn't going to say that. You were going to say I was that. not going to say that. Now we go to Utah for a truly non-masterful master plan perpetrated by 54-year-old David Healy of Taylorsville, Utah. Uh-huh. Now, for quite a while, David's been doing things like bringing large amounts of coins to the bank and depositing them. Okay. What's or, wrong with that? Uh, or, or bringing deposits of like $1,000 or more to the bank all in singles. 
And he was telling the tellers that he owned an arcade. Or he could be a strip club manager. Maybe, maybe. So the real truth is that David works for the Utah Transit Authority, and his job is to maintain the bus boxes that collect the bus fares, you know, the money. The Utah Transit Authority? Yes. So he's UTA without a UTI. Exactly. It's not the UTI, it's the UTA. Just making sure. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, yeah, he has access or he maintains the bus boxes that collect the fares. Mm -hmm. So David has access to a lot of coins and small bills. Do you ever get to ride the bus and and push the bus thing down? The thing that had all the coins in it? I never did. Oh, I got a chance to do that on the T. It was awesome. (laughs) So David, to avoid suspicion, opens several accounts. But when you do things like deposit $800 in coins at one time or take out a $15,000 car loan, then pay it back in 13 months, people get suspicious about things like that. A little bit, yeah. It's it's suspicious when your neighbors see you occasionally carrying buckets of coins from your car into your house. See, I would think, you know, he's selling nickel bags or dime bags. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's suspicious when you deposit a total of $44,000 into one account in one month, even though you haven't gotten a raise at work or anything like that. $44,000 is a lot of money. <laughs> that's a healthy month. Yeah. And that was just profit for him. Well, if he doesn't deserve it, who does? Yeah, exactly. All told, David stole over $300,000 in coins and singles from the Utah Transit Authority. Dave did this? Dave did this. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And now he'll have to answer for it because... Like Ken, the gravel smoker, he is one of Mark and Neanderthal's dumbasses of the day. This is Jake the Snake Roberts, and man, that was a beautiful story you just told. night, we're sending a bunch of KSLX listeners to see Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo at the Arizona State Fair. I missed uh, the cult this past Saturday night at the Arizona State Fair. I wanted to see the cult, but I did not want to see them at the Arizona State Fair. That was one of the places, or that was one of the first things they did. I think Saturday is when it opened up, or Friday. But uh, on the first day, they had a ride malfunction, well, you know, while it was in the middle of the air. Sure, and some yeah. of the people were hanging upside down for, mm-hmm. for just a couple of minutes. Right. Not that that's comfortable. No. But it was funny the way, like, they, they introduced the story. They were, they were playing some clips. This woman recorded it because her kids were on the ride, so she happened to be recording on her phone. Right. And then she put that whole thing up on YouTube, and she's getting just torched because of her behavior. But they were playing some of it on the news, and then they follow it with this. Heart-stopping moments for that Valley mom. Her kids having a blast at the State Fair one minute. The next, the unthinkable happens on this ride. Now, unthinkable? The idea that, the idea that a ride at a State Fair could malfunction? Is unthinkable? I find it highly thinkable. It is the first thinkable. <laughs> Whatever. And, and look, this is not a dig on the Arizona State no. Fair. When I look, first of all, carnies and safety are not exactly synonymous with each other. <laughs> and I would, I would venture to say that in every state in the United States that has a state fair, yes. the immediate thing that comes to mind is: Are these rides safe? <laughs> As you approach them yeah, and, I mean, and, and think, hey, I, I'm going to go on this. Is it safe? Now, here's the thing. That ride is safe. What happened was what was supposed to happen exactly. if there's yep. a malfunction. Very so true. this was a safety thing that kicked in. So lest you think that we're lifting our leg on the Arizona State Fair, that's not the case at all. What happened to this ride was supposed to happen, but seen. Heart-stopping moments for that Valley mom. Her kids having a blast at the State Fair one minute. The next, the unthinkable happens on this ride. No, no, no. That was the, that was the absolute thinkable. And quite frankly, we need to dig a little bit deeper into yes. this because, you know, when he says her kids were 
were having a blast on the ride. Yeah, and you know what? Even when the ride malfunctions, her kids were pretty much having a blast. Even though she wasn't saying she that. She was not having a, having yeah, a good I'll, time. We'll, so we'll you play know some what? clips for you, and you'll be like, oh, my God. Uh, uh, now, this this is coincidental, nah, coincidental. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Coincidental. We're not casting aspersions on this woman lest she film us and That's yell right. and scream. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 